It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for change makers, the organizations, and positive leaders creating positive change in the world while simultaneously caring for your people. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership, where we believe in a world where positive leadership is the norm and individuals and the organizations that you power are a force for positive change. And now I'm your host, Alexis Robin, COO and co-founder of P-Link Leadership, here to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Good morning. This is Alexis Robin, and I want to wish you all a happy new year. We uh, took some time off and closed the offices between the holidays, and it was really nice time to rejuvenate and connect with our families, and we hope you have the same luxury this year. So um, as we begin each year, we like to think about how to make it one of the best years possible. So what I did this year is put together 10 essential habits for making 2018 your best year at work. And these habits come from all the different research and reading and writing that we do at P-Link Leadership. And so I've boiled them down into 10 quick things that you can do um, to make this year great. So the first one is one you've maybe heard before, which is be present or be absent, but don't be both. Making a concerted effort to be fully present when you're in meetings, when you are connecting with somebody who you care about, when you are talking to a client is a really important piece. When you share your presence, you really increase your power. Um, when you're not present, you miss things. You pass on the implicit message that you don't care or something's not important to you. And so... Um, just being in a place where you can be fully present is really powerful. Now, um, think about the next time you say yes to a meeting. If you're bringing your laptop along so you can be doing your emails while you sit through the meeting, really, why are you going? So if um, if you don't have something to gain there or something really valuable to add, I would say uh, challenge you, skip the meeting and um, ask somebody for the cliff notes when it's over. And I think that that'll help you to um, be more present. And if it's a meeting that's important to you, then go and leave your laptop behind and, and just be all in and all there. You'll be surprised what a difference it makes. Okay. So number two is to make generous assumptions about your coworkers, bosses, and direct reports. We have a negativity bias in our brains and that typically leads us to jump to negative conclusions. So somebody shows up late to a meeting, we assume they don't care or they're disrespectful. Um, somebody doesn't get something done on time, we again assume that they've prioritized something else or, that, or they don't care about our project. Um, practice making generous assumptions this year and watch how it changes your life. I often hear from clients that they feel like making generous assumptions is really letting the other people off the hook. And it, this isn't about not holding people accountable. Part of being able to make generous assumptions is really being focused on holding people accountable and making explicit expectations. So that's an important piece. But if you can stay in the place where you're making generous assumptions, you'll find out most of the time that you're, um, you are correct, that people are uh, not doing something on purpose or maliciously. And, um, it will just feel better overall to you. So, uh, so just notice how that, what that feels like and how that happens. 
Number three is something that I'm working on today, uh, which is to clean house. And I don't just mean your house at home and your kitchen, uh, etc. I mean purge your files, delete old emails, clean off your desk, and create just a really inspiring, energetically clean space to start the new year. Um, we're only into the second week of January. We've got plenty of time. And um, I'm looking around at piles on my desk of stuff that I'm going to be attacking today and getting cleaned up and sorted out so that when I dive back in in earnest tomorrow that um, I'm going to have a really great yummy workspace to be in. So um, get rid of your old calendars, get rid of old um, paperwork that you don't need anymore, file stuff away, those receipts that have been sitting on your desk. Just uh, create space for new good stuff to grow. All right, number four, be a better boss. Now, if you're going to make 2018 your best year at work ever and you're a leader, people are counting on you and expecting you to become a better version of yourself this year. Um, even if you're already awesome, the implicit expectation from people who follow you as uh, your direct reports or who just confer leadership to you is that you're going to try and get better each year and that you are going to work hard to be the best version of yourself. So maybe that means uh, getting familiar with your reactive tendencies. Maybe that means picking a creative competency like strategic focus or purposeful and visionary that you really want to build on and get better at this year. Uh, but whatever that is, we want you to be thinking about how you can be a better boss. Now, let's say your company doesn't do any leadership training. You don't even know where to start. Um, on our website, plinkleadership.com, on the library page, there's a section called Positivity Links, and we have four or five different little micro-trainings that it's just a one-page PDF. You can print it out and read it. There's some additional resources if you want more, and they're free. You don't have to sign up for anything. You can just go print it out. Um, but that's a great place to start. If that's all you did uh, and you, you worked on those kind of four or five principles that are in there, then you could be on your way to being a better boss this year. Uh, number five, halfway down the list now, is to live your character values. Now, if you don't know your values or if you kind of think you know your values, but it would be hard for you to write them down in a list, then... I suggest taking the VIA Character Strengths Assessment. Uh, it's free. You can get it online. It's viacharacter.org, and uh, it's based on a longitudinal positive psychology study that uh, looks at values and virtues across all different uh, religions, philosophies, time, periods of time, histor historical texts. Um, so go ahead and take a look at that. Uh, that should work for you wherever you are in the world. And really start asking yourself, how can I be in alignment with my values? Because when you are working and living in alignment with your values, you maximize your energy and your positive feelings at work. And that allows you to do more with less. So, um, so make sure that you are in alignment with your values. It also makes work just feel better. Those jobs that you've had in your life where you liked going to work were likely in alignment with your values. The ones that you couldn't stand going to were likely um, working against your values. So just pay attention to that and, um, and live your character values. 
Um, number six is increasing your complexity of mind. Uh, now, when I first read this, I went, hey, wait a minute. Like, I'm our, my mind's complex enough. I don't need any more complexity. Um, I'm a little overwhelmed. But what this is is really about the idea of how can I handle the complexity in the world with ease? How can I expand my own consciousness and understanding of multiple subjects and multiple things uh, and think about them in different ways so that I can hold more space and process um, more complex things with ease? So um, the world's not going to get any more stable or simple. It's in fact getting more complex and, and uh, uncertain and ambiguous by the day. So the more that we can increase our complexity of mind to meet that state of affairs, the better we'll be. And so just take some time to figure out how to grow your consciousness, um, how to question your own assumptions, how to learn more about other things so that you can really increase your capacity to process and understand this complex world that we're living in. Number seven, elevate your intelligence. This is easy, and this is on my vision board this year in big turquoise letters. It says, elevate your intelligence, and it's really all about um, becoming smarter. Read a business book. Read articles in Harvard Business Review, in Entrepreneur, in um, Forbes. There's tons of great resources out there. There's so much free content on the web now that is fantastic, but... Um, Listen, if, if you're not into reading, if that, if you don't have time for that, listen to a podcast. You can do that, you know, in 10 minutes increments. You can do that when you're driving, when you're folding the laundry, when you're taking a shower, when you're doing your hair, uh, when you are working to prepare dinner at night, when you're taking a quick walk to get some exercise. There's always a way to get some good information in. And so work on an, in elevating your intelligence this year. Um, and share this podcast if you're tuned in to the bright side. We appreciate that. And we just invite you to share this podcast with a friend who might be figure, trying to figure out how they can fit in a little bit of personal development each week. Ten minutes. Easy peasy. So, um, so work on just improving and expanding your mind and learning something. Number eight, as we're coming into the home stretch here, become more emotionally agile. Not sure what I'm talking about? Check out Susan David's book, Emotional Agility. It talks about understanding and recognizing your emotions and how they influence your outcomes. So um, really great book. Again, that's Susan David, and she wrote the book Emotional Agility. You can also find an article about this in HBR, Harvard Business Review, if you want the shorter version. Number nine, crystallize your intentions. This is something uh, that I do every year, but rather than writing yourself a long list of resolutions and to-dos, think about what you want to be different at the end of 2018. Fast forward to December 31st, 2018 and ask yourself, what do I want to be able to look back and say, wow, I'm so proud of myself for achieving this, for starting this new practice, for creating this new habit. Write it down, and then each month go back and read it and remind yourself what you're working towards. This way, if you fall off the wagon one day or if you, you, know, you get off track, you just get right back on because you have all year to work towards it versus trying to do it all in the first week. And the last thing uh, to make 2018 your best year at work ever is to show up. Get courageous, keep showing up, be you and be authentic. Show up fully for every win and every failure, 
for every disappointment and every celebration. Just be all there and show up for it. Don't hide from it. Don't run from it. Just be there because being fully present for everything that shows up this year is one way to embrace the fact that everything shows up to teach us something. So this has been the bright side, your 2018 inaugural uh, kickoff show with 10 habits, essential habits to make you have the best year ever at work, to increase your success. And um, we uh, have just been delighted to be able to serve you over the last few years and hope that you'll continue listening and share our podcast with a friend. If you have ideas, feel free to come on our Facebook page and suggest ideas for shows at P-Link Leadership uh, on Facebook as well. Thanks so much. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2018.